Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. going on beautiful people welcome back to the believe in the garden state podcast presented by bet online i am your co-host alex schoen ryan cunningham our other co-host will be back next week looking forward to his return but before we get the show started today i just wanted to send my thoughts and prayers to all those affected by hurricane ida from the gulf coast to the northeast This thing was no joke. It had a wide range. It affected a lot of different communities around the country. Uh, It hit New Jersey really hard as well. And our thoughts are with all those people. This thing was no joke. Now let's get into the show. We've got, um, now we have, now we have a lot of football for you guys today. It is football season. Um, It's that time of the year again. And all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest. That's right, mega contest. Uh, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, open now only at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today or receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of the opening day super promo. That's right, super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th. Oh, that's um, that's tomorrow. Actually, that's today because I'm recording this at 12.01 a.m. right now. So, um, yeah, the uh, September 9th uh, today <laughs> season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Gronkineers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Oh my god, I stink at those ad reads, but we are uh, you know, we're we're trying here, so no worries. But let's talk New Jersey football. High school football started. Uh, was at a great game on Friday night between Bridgewater, Sayerville. Bridgewater won, I guess, with uh, time expiring with a field goal. Shout out to the Cordilla brothers making uh, some big plays. Brady Cordilla, quarterback, committed to Rutgers, uh, made some big plays. And his younger brother, Colin, who's one of the top players in the state of New Jersey for lacrosse, had an interception that set up the game-winning field goal. So Colin is a hell of an athlete and looking forward to seeing those two guys play uh, in the future um, along with a bunch of other teams around the state. There's just great football in New Jersey at the high school level. Um, and now let's head to the college level. Um, yeah, we talk, we talk about New Jersey. We, we probably need to do a better job in terms of highlighting other schools like Monmouth, Princeton, and some other schools that have great programs around this state. But uh, as you know, Ryan and I went to Rutgers, so this show is all about the Scarlet Knights today. So game one versus Temple, 
a 61-14 domination by the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see that domination coming. I thought they would win the game. I did not think they would win by that much. I mean, 61 points was the most in college football in week one. So hats off to Greg Schiano and his staff, his players, uh, just doing their job and dominating. When you look at Temple, they have transfers all over the place. I mean, the quarterback's from Georgia and was a high-level recruit. I mean, Coach Schiano talked about him as a recruit when he was at Ohio State. So uh, Temple had a talented roster. I mean, their secondary was very good. Um, our receivers struggled to get separation at times, but you know they're going to get better. Sean Gleason's going to be more creative in terms of getting them free releases and getting them open for Noah Vedral. And I think that this game really reminded me of the Michigan State game last year where they just dominated the turnover battle and put our offense in great situations to succeed. But you can't really rely on that every single game because we didn't turn the ball over one time and they turned it over five times. So, I mean, I'll take that every game if we can do it, but that just doesn't happen in football. So we're, we're going to have to um, play a little bit more of a balanced game, I think, going forward. Um, but, you know, this game was about the defense, and they picked up the offense. The offense was solid. They punched it in when they had the opportunities set up by that short field with the defense causing those turnovers, but they still did their job. Now, on to this week's game against Syracuse. Syracuse 1-0, convincing victory over Ohio. Syracuse was actually an underdog in that game. Uh, but this is an ACC team that's probably going to have a little bit better speed than we saw against Temple last week. Now, but here's Now here's the thing. These teams haven't played since 2012. Rutgers hasn't been to the Carrier Dome since 2011. Uh, Gary Nova came off the bench as a true freshman when Greg Schiano was the coach at Rutgers in his final season, led the Scarlet Knights to victory. Um, but this is still a rivalry game. There's a lot of history and tradition behind both these programs. There's a history of great games between these programs. There's a history, there's a history of great players from each other's states in both programs. Some of the best players who have ever played at Rutgers are from the state of New York. Some of the best players who have gone to Syracuse are from New Jersey. There's a lot of recruiting battles. You could argue that this game is the most important game of the season for both teams. And that's because year in, year out, they're recruiting against each other. Greg Schiano is going into New York and saying, come to New Jersey. Dino Babers is going into New Jersey and saying, come to New York. And then at the same time, they're trying to keep those players in their own states away from each other. So this game has major implications. Now let's get into the gameplay. Now I think that Syracuse is a team that I think Rutgers should win against. And I think they should win convincingly. I think it should be about a two possession game for Rutgers. I think it should be you know, 28-14, 28-17, something like that. However, this Syracuse team with their RPOs and their fast-paced offense does match up against this super aggressive Rutgers defense pretty well. Now, it's going to be live by the sword, die by the sword with this Rutgers defense. That's how we've always been. We're super aggressive. And if you're not sniffing it, chances are you're not sniffing it all day. However, last season, 
we did see this Rutgers defense get taken advantage of because of that aggressiveness. And it was a lot with RPOs, misdirection, plays where you're showing a run play and then the receivers are running routes and it's up to the quarterback to make the right decision. And sometimes when you're super aggressive, it makes that decision that much easier for the quarterback and you're almost making that decision for them. So I think Syracuse, they're a team that historically has ran this offense pretty well, the RPOs and the misdirection and things like that. Greg Schiano actually compared it to a, a triple option style, just not, you know, in the wishbone and things like that. And, and I would agree with him because there are so many things you can do with this offense. But with that being said, if this Syracuse offense was being run by Eric Dungy, one of the best players in the ACC the last 10, 15 years who graduated a few years ago, I would be really concerned. I don't think this quarterback, who's a New Jersey native, like I said, Tommy DeVito, has shown he is consistent enough to beat a highly aggressive team like Rutgers. Now, he has shown flashes. He was a top recruit for a reason, and he is a good player. But I think this Rutgers defense is going to have their way with the Syracuse offense. And then on the other side, Syracuse hasn't played good defense since Coach Schaefer was there. Coach Schaefer had great defenses. And I'm not just saying that because I played for him and I liked him. And Dino Babers is a great coach, but facts are facts. They have not played good defense since Dino Babers has been at Syracuse University as a whole. Yeah, maybe they've had flashes you could probably come to me with, but it is facts. They have not played good defense. And this offense, led by Noah Vedral, Bo Melton, an offensive line that is going to get better and got better as the game went on against Temple, is going to put up points. They're going to at least score 28 points, in my opinion. Not a hot take. But at the end of the day, this is a rivalry game. And in rivalry games, anything can happen. So what I think Rutgers needs to do to win this game, it's all about the defense, in my opinion, because I think this offense is going to be able to score points. What they need to do is they need to win first and second down and get Syracuse in uncomfortable third down situations. This offense, if it's third and five or fewer, it could be an interesting long day for Rutgers because that's not good because this offense goes fast. The last thing you want to do against a team like this who runs this style of offense is give them a lot of plays because that wears you down and then you give up big plays, especially if you're aggressive, like I've said. So they got to win those first and second downs because they're going to be able to anticipate more in those third and longer situations. Now, from an offensive perspective, I think they got to get Isaiah Pacheco going. I mean, 15 carries, just a little under 50 yards. You know, he played well. So did Kyle Manungai and some of the other running backs. But I think they need to play really well. And this offensive line, they were a little inconsistent last game, but they need to play a little bit more like they played in the second half of the Temple game. They played a lot better than the first half, I thought. I'm not an offensive line expert, but I definitely thought they got a little bit more push in that second half. So I think what that does is that really takes pressure off Noah. I think Noah's a really good player. 
but I think he needs to play balanced. I think he needs to run and throw. I don't think he can really just win with his arm the entire game. I think he has to set up his arm with his legs. And I think that having that ground game really helps because then they can run play action passes and play action boots and things like that, where he can, you can get him outside the pocket and give him that run pass option. And from a special team standpoint, I think you got to make Syracuse go the length of the field. I think Adam Corsak did a heck of a job against Temple. He's been one of the bright spots of this Rutgers team for the last four years. This is a guy who's been on the Ray Guy Award watch list for many years, and he usually gives teams a very long field to go, along with other special team experts like Larry Stevens and, and some other guys. So I think that's going to be huge, and I think special teams is going to be super important, especially against a team like Syracuse, who wants to run a lot of plays. And sometimes when you go so fast, you don't necessarily get the highest quality of plays. So if you back them up inside their 10 or 20, opposed to 30 or 40, that's that's two more sets of downs, chances are, if you stop them within 10 yards, that they have to go to. Now, like I said before, you don't really want to give them a lot of plays, but if you're going to give them plays, you got to make sure they have more yards to go. So those are my thoughts on the game. Uh, I'm trying to go to the game. We'll see if I can go make it up there. Um, potentially up at the Carrier Dome to watch the Scarlet Knights kick some orange But on Saturday. And yeah, so be on the lookout for some more episodes. We got some awesome content coming at you. Really appreciate you guys listening. Go Knights. Hey, you made it to the end. Or I'm just talking to myself and Ryan. You stay classy, Piscataway. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.